it's a bit sad that at uh, 8.30 at night on a Thursday, we're pretty knackered and want to get this podcast done and dusted. But once again, sitting down before another weekend of footy uh, from both perspective kicks off. How are you on uh, the 12th of September, Jalo? Yeah, I'm pretty good, mate. I'm just having a uh, productive old day. We're just ready uh, for a fucking long nap. Excuse my friend. Can no, we swear? We're allowed. To, this is uh, the sports by Fry Pod. You're allowed to swear yeah, at our sports yeah, by well, Fry You know what you're going to get from me, mate. So. Yeah, this is true. Uh, we expected the West Coast Eagles to roll in with an unchanged lineup. Let's get right stuck into the uh, footy because that's, let's be honest, what most people want to hear about. Oh, no. We expected them to pretty much roll in. Oh, before I go into the teams. Oh. Uh, what did you think about last week's games? Did anything like not go according to plan? Or do you think it was like, oh yeah, the teams that I thought would win pretty much won? Yeah, I think I picked them all. Yep, yeah. same. Yeah, I did. Yep. The only game that was, I guess, mildly entertaining was the Collingwood Geelong one. But even that no, was a bit was... of a blowout. The only, score was only, close, but... The only game that was interesting was the West Coast. Yeah, of course, from your perspective. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was quite a fun game. Like, they, they, it was just smooth. It was like... Not easy to watch footy yeah. on the West Coast part. Um, but yeah, nothing really stood out. Business as usual. I, no, think. No, I guess really. the only thing that stood out was Nick Nat. Yeah. You know, hard to look past that. But That um, chase down he nearly had on Saad was uh, pretty The, the one pretty where, he, wicked. where he ripped the guy uh, from the neck. Like he got oh, the tack. He got tackled someone? Around the scruff of the neck. Yeah, yeah. No, it was Snelling. Um, and that was just unreal. And you just there's no one who can match him around the ground at all like Geelong's going to have a handful this week so that's a perfect segue it is he is the uh, ultimate X factor another bloke who uh, is a little bit of West Coast X factor that we kind of have to touch on is good old Wizzle Rioli not uh, playing this week suspended indefinitely at the moment you've got a better grasp on this well (laughs) I don't know I don't know if I do because it seems there's like three or four not sides to the story but different reports so the the latest thing I've read is He's not hasn't tested positive to anything. He's actually been investigated for. I don't even know if he's technically been charged or however you'd word it. But he's being investigated for like tampering with a urine sample. Some people are saying that he was pouring like energy drink into his urine sample instead of peeing in the cup, but just sounds like something that you don't want to be fucking around with like no. close to finals. You but don't mess with a Sala. No, right? I made that pretty clear, like don't don't mess with us. You know, you'll just kind of we go saw what to Essendon. <laughs> you know, there's those guys you're just like, hey, we never really heard of those guys again. Hey, you know, like they just kind of go out on those those Asada suspensions, and you're like, yeah, they just dropped out of the league after yeah. that mysteriously. They've actually been killed. Well, to be <laughs> they actually Asada. no one's heard from them since. Asada. Asada's actually like a front yeah. for a hitman group. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows that. Checks out. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, has anyone seen Sam Murray? The Collingwood bloke since he's been suspended. I haven't. Have you? Who? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Geelong and West Coast. What's your tip? You think the uh, Cats or the Eagles are going to advance to the prelim to play Look, it's Richmond? Pretty, it's pretty slim. Uh, it's you know could go either way. Yep. Um, and the I think the line uh, shows that. It's like. Nothing at all. I will open Bet365 and check it out. I do uh, love to, sorry to cut you off, love to throw out Bet365's uh, name because that's the main betting thing that I use. So if there's anyone who works for Bet365 listening to this, uh, I'm happy to uh, talk Sports by Fry collab. Uh, so I can't even remember. Should be it. tight. Should be tight. Yeah, should I'm be about tight. to find so, out exactly how tight. Yeah, it should be tight. I think, uh, I think, I think West Coast have the firepower to do it. Mm. Um, 
It just it probably depends how the ball comes into West Coast fifty. Okay. Um, and also, you know, what, what which Geelong we see. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, they, they didn't really show much last week, even though they won contested ball and stuff. They just looked. They're very one-dimensional. They the really they did. Like that. That is. They. I think I saw a stat. They're like sixteenth in the league since halfway. Yep. In um, intercept marks allowed. Jesus. Um, and wh- who's going to just destroy that? You yeah. Know? I think. I think we'll be okay. It's, it's sounding like showers. I think knickknack back. Plus the way Lewis Jett is kicking the footy out of the back line, yeah, I think he's he's good enough at the moment um, to really cut apart any D. And even, uh, Geelong's a great defensive side, um, and that's built into their culture. But I think, yeah, true. I think he'll come apart. It'll be very interesting. I totally agree with the way that you've phrased it. I think it could not flip of the coin. I do think I can say it. I know that you don't want to put the mocker on the boys, but I think the Eagles, even though they're not the betting. Favorites? They're, oh, they're not. They, oh, no, they were early in the day. Oh, it's it's one one and a half points is the line. So you know, take it with a grain of salt. It's all, almost level pegging. But I think um, I expect West Coast to win. I again kind of haven't had faith in Geelong since the last like three weeks of the season. Like actually, it's probably almost since we topped them in about round 17, 16 or whatever that was. Like they just haven't looked like the team that rolled in the first like ten weeks of the season. You, you see like that happen year to year. The Tim Kelly thing probably. True, yeah, that, as well. and Mitch Duncan being injured is an out that will it, will affect him, I reckon. Um, quickly, just looking through the team lineups. Obviously, we talked about Willie Rioli. Petrocelli's replacing him. Duncan's out injured with Gary Rowan, and you know, they got Cam Guthrie and Reese Stanley back in. So, smart tactic on their behalf to probably have Stanley and Blixarves try and combat Nick Why Nowen not and be Blitzarves will oh, be yeah. back to play yeah, on true. JK, probably. Yes, very much. Well, now well, you say that. Probably JD. He's listed at uh, fullback, starting yeah, on at okay. JJK. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the Coasters are set up for the W, and they'd be my pick. I'll probably put a punt on them as well. But, yeah, I do think it'll be close. Hopefully, because the first week of finals all, like, kind of sucked, let's be honest. It would have been good for you to watch the Coasters run a mark against Essendon, which most people expected to happen, but... Yeah, it was a bit lacklustre, so it was cool. Like, you could tell that it was finals footy. Everything had kind of lifted a bit of a notch, but there was still daylight between most of the teams in the game. So I hope we're in for a ripper on Friday. I think they both games could be great this, this weekend. Um, the, the one on the other side of the bracket's shaping up to be a ripper too. Well, in my uh, bold predictions that I wrote before the final started, I said that I penciled this matchup in, Brisbane versus the Giants, and said that I think this will be the game of the year. I don't know why, but I just feel like it's two teams who are kind of competing for a little bit of like momentum to be the next championship squad. You know what I mean? Like Richmond, West Coast and Collingwood have probably got the ledger right now. Geelong's been all over the shot, but they're always in the mix. But I feel like the Giants, the Lions and the Bulldogs, we kind of talked about as well. I feel like they're the next tier building. So it'll be very interesting to see who gets up in this game. Absolutely. At the Gabba. Yeah, it probably doesn't mean too much either way. You don't feel like either of these teams will go past next week. I don't know, man. Against Collingwood, if the Giants get up, I could see the Giants taking it right up to the pies. At the G? Yeah. It's a tough game. And the the one thing the Giants haven't shown all year is the ability to play week after week and just string five wins together, you know? Yeah, that's true. They're they're always up and down. They've had some weird injury stuff, but... Oh, absolutely. Every team has, The Cornelio thing hung over, you know? Like, it's it's always going to be a bit of a funny funny year, but you need those things to go right if you're going to go deep 
honestly. Yeah, you're you right. You can't have tumultuous years. Like, you, you can have injuries and stuff, and you can rally, but you can't have all this stuff hanging over the team. Uh, and mm. I just think it's probably not going to fall their way. But yeah, okay. yeah going to be a ripper game. I, I think Giants probably get up um, in this one. I, I don't know like why, that, but I think that, so too. That midfield is just a, a full of like class. They're yeah. unreal. And I just think they've got enough power. Um, Brizzy's Ruckman don't worry me too much. Nah. Well, we said it's their only chink. And like, yeah, true. We said it um, a little bit throughout the week. I don't know if we mentioned it on last week's pod, but when it comes to like Brisbane, they've almost like overachieved this year. Yeah. Naturally, you see a team kind of like Fight for a final spot and then like have a cup of coffee and play one or two finals and then then they start to like become contenders. But the like, Giants oh, kind of did that three years ago. Yeah, so true. Yeah. yeah, so they've kind of I feel like overachieved this year and that might I don't know bright lights might get to them. But being at the Gabba, you know, second week in a row they get to play at home. They haven't had to travel or anything. That's so nice for them. They haven't yeah. had to travel really when you think about it for three weeks. So. Yeah. It's definitely a perk. No Mitchie Robinson for them. He's out injured. Could be a factor if it's hot there as well. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the weather's looking like. Well, it's at... The game's at 7.30. So oh, okay. It's not during the day. It's another night game. Which, uh, Still, it could be muggy. You could know, be. Brisbane has that uh, yeah. mugginess in the air. I don't think there's, honestly, too much else to talk about AFL-wise. Uh, I'm working on a piece looking at some of the blokes who might get traded that are kind of like flying under the radar a bit. People like bit of Source Jacobs action. Well, he um, I think Shawnee Higgins is on my list as well. But you reckon Shawnee goes? I think so, but that's kind of what I'm talking Like, I'm looking at those type of characters. Instead of, like, Jack where, Martin and Brad Hill, who everyone knows is kind of one foot, two feet already out the door. Where's the chat about um, Shawnee Higgins? Well, there was, was some Saints? There was some stuff about him heading to Geelong. Huh. Um, oh, that's right. But I think a lot of... Because Jack Stevens, another one who's going to be in the article that's been linked to Geelong for probably two years now, but... It'll be interesting to see how this whole Tim Kelly saga unfolds. Yeah. Because that is, like, once that domino falls, that'll kind of dictate how the rest of the trade period goes. Because if Geelong all of a sudden has that gaping hole in their midfield and they've got, you know, these three picks or whatever they get from West Coast, let's be honest, he's not coming free home, but mm. I'm just going to keep, uh, I'm going for the opposite, what's the word? I can't think of it. Neither. Yeah. But I'm trying to, you know, fate talking into existence no he's already get, he's gone to West Coast so that when he's that's it that's the word reverse psychology it's been a long day yeah. so uh, yeah that'll be interesting to see if they're like alright oh now we've got a spot for Sean Higgins and actually we'll have Jack Stephen too swap yeah. some other like late third round picks or whatever for other players and then all of a sudden they're still set up pretty nicely so Very good, yeah. Geelong are pretty much the team that'll dictate a lot this trade period but yeah, again. Interesting games. Only two games of footy on this weekend, so there's not a hell of a lot of footy news to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but there is plenty to talk about NFL-wise. So first week of games are all in the books. Tomorrow morning we'll get to watch Carolina Panthers square off, which yeah. is pretty cool. Who are they rolling against? They're going up against Tampa Bay, who yeah. lost to San Francisco in week one, and Jameis Winston looked pretty awful. So I've got some bit of confidence going into it. I actually stayed up and watched the like, first quarter of the Rams and Panthers last week at like two in the morning, which was kind of stupid in hindsight. But, uh, but yeah, they didn't do too bad. Aaron, you know who Aaron Donald is on the Rams? It rings a bit odd. Yeah, so he's kind of like in the same conversation as JJ Watt as the best like edge rusher in probably the best defender in all of the NFL. But they kept him to just one tackle um, last Sunday. So it'll be interesting to see how they combat 
I think they've gone up against Indomitian Sioux for the yep. Bucks this week, so it should be interesting. Uh, Texans had a tough loss to yeah. the Saints, the last second field goal. Deshaun looked pretty good, though. Yeah, I, I, I think it's like plenty to take away from. I, I managed to catch the highlights of that one. Yep. It uh, looked fairly good. Running game was there enough, and um, obviously Deshaun put it on the ground a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, like, he looked great. DeAndre looked unreal. He is just um, honestly, like, I love DeAndre. Hopkins. Yeah, his two touchdowns were just, he just consumed the ball. It's like, yeah. Yeah, unreal. It's like, it's got a I don't know guy. what. I don't know what line... Will Fuller looks good. That's what I was just going to say. I don't know what line or like what his numbers were, but Will Fuller had a couple of moments where I was like, oh, mm. okay. Like Will he had, Fuller's that guy who'll catch a 50-yarder, you know? Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I turned it on for... I was half teaching or I had a dot period. I can't remember what I was doing, but I half flicked it on for five minutes and saw Deshaun almost out of their own end zone just sling it to Fuller, who made a pretty good catch. So, you know, they've got options. He ended up with two catches, but... They went for 69 yards. One of them was a 54-yard gain, okay. so... Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting uh, to watch the Panthers this week. Who the Texans got? you got Jacksonville, so no Nick Foles now that uh, he's got a busted collarbone. So that'll be interesting to see if J.J. White and the boys can make life miserable for... Yeah. I think it's Gardner Minshew. Oh, well, I hope he just lets it fly uh, Danny Westbrook. He's the quarterback for Let Jacksonville, so spare a, uh, spare a thought for that poor fella. Let it rain, bro. Um, I'm going to have a quick look and see if there are any other pressing matchups to talk about in week two or any ones that intrigue me, but turning our attention to a bit of fantasy stuff, how did... Uh, JLo's team go week one of NFL fantasy. Got a yeah, pretty pretty convincing win. Everyone went, I think, except my I had Houston D. Yeah, right. Um, which actually might have lost me some points and the uh, Houston kicker. Um, so that wasn't unreal, but uh, otherwise really really well. Barkley was pretty solid. He had seventy nine or something. Yeah. Um, Dalvin Cook twenty two. Dalvin um, Cook, I've been listening to and reading a lot of stuff about him because I didn't realise Kirk Cousins only passed the ball 10 times. Wow. Which is, he nearly had uh, more rushing attempts than he did passing completions, which is pretty unreal. That's unreal. For someone that, you know, traditionally will pass the ball like 30 to 40 times a game. But, um, yeah, I think Dalvin Cook, like, did his ACL his rookie year? And then last year was banged up as well. So, like, if he can click this season, he could just be one of those dudes that you're like, oh, is he, like, actually in the same conversation as Saquon and Zeke? Like, I reckon he could be that good. Yeah, well, Pretty, like, not a bold statement, but it would be a reach if he lived up to that huge expectation. But I think, genuinely, he could be that good. So, uh, congrats, mate. It's good to uh, have him on your fantasy team. Could be another snag. And I looked great everywhere else, you know. I had Antonio sitting down. I had Sammy Watkins, 46, on my bench. Yeah. Um, Zach Ertz was fine at tight end and he's just going to hold that position down the one question that I had was Kyler Murray yeah. and he had a really good game honestly um, and the way he looked out did he have, have a great game but he got enough heart. points because he, yeah, he yeah. like I think the last quarter someone said he had like 7 for 7 completions for like 120 yards yeah, or something yeah it just looked like, like he started to find his feet and I was going like to say he, he, he put the ball on the ground a little bit he, he just has so much, like, he's so small, he has so much hip strength. Yeah. And he just bounces that around. That low like, centre of gravity. Like, he's just so elusive. He's, he's Yeah, he's, he's funny to watch out there. He looks like, he looks out of place. Yeah, yeah. I watched him, like, but it'd be very straight. different watching him in the NFL, but I did follow him a bit at Oklahoma last year. 
um, while we were over in the States, it was quite easy to chew through a lot of college football on the weekends. So I was able to watch him uh, run amok, literally, a couple of times. So it'll be interesting to see how that translates. I think he'll be... Like, he was obviously pretty good on the weekend. I think he'll be fine as the year progresses. you got to remember that um, the head coach, Kling, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, um, he's a like, rookie as well. Like he's, his first Last week was his first game as an NFL head coach. So yeah. they'll both get better as the year goes on, I reckon. Yeah, that's it. And that's why I, I thought I'd take a flyer on him. And it's worth it. We're in a 10-team league. You know, there's, there's 20 other Q starting QBs out there. Ten of them are fine. Yeah. Um, so I just thought, take a flyer. You know, I tried to claim Tom Brady was on the wireless this week. Yeah. I missed out on him. Right. Yeah, I'll be interesting to see exactly how Brady goes with like the rest of this New England offense. Because I think, like I think it was to you, maybe someone else, but I was saying that I think their defense is probably the best it's been in years. But they might also have like a really dominant offense as well. Like they might oh, just yeah. be head to toe, like oh shit, like. Everyone makes the joke, we're not catching New England, but it might be clear from like week four, we're like, oh shit, like, nah, this is kind of like Warriors-esque, like these guys are just untouchable. Yeah, them. absolutely. That's why I, I saw him there and I, I jumped at him, as, I was sitting there waiting the second that uh, lockout finished yep. to try and claim him, but I just missed out because I also claimed, uh, picked up uh, young Ross well, after that's... his big game and you, you had a little piece about him sort of saying maybe just hold off yeah that translates a little bit into what I was going to talk about quickly touch on my team Adam oh sorry yeah. no you're right I had a stupid good week because uh, yeah, I had five blokes score over 23 yeah like just one of those weeks where everything broke right one so of them games. there's not a lot to talk about really like I, funnily enough the bloke who I beat scored the second highest amount in our yeah, league. Yeah. So uh, he was a bit dark. But Ravens' defense was good. Chris Godwin worked out in the flex. And then Dak Prescott seems yeah. like he's going to be great. So I'm happy with that one. But going back to John Ross uh, and talking about him for a sec, like you said, I think I'm going to make it like a weekly tradition. Probably on Wednesdays, I'll just put out a little uh, bit of NFL fantasy tidbit just talking about a bloke to target. A bloke to hold off and not drop, someone you should drop, and someone to wait on picking up. And I did say this week, you should wait on picking up John Ross. So against Seattle, Andy Dalton had a career passing yard game. So he had, I think, 420 yards or something like that, the most he's had. John Ross had two touchdowns. Both of them were like a 30 and a 50-yard catch, which you know does blow out numbers a bit. But let's be honest, most touchdowns do end up being pretty decent yardage so they can hamper someone's score a bit but he actually had I think like 160 yards or 150 or something like that but I mean his whole career to date he's only got like 260 total receiving yards granted he's been pretty bagged up and had like there were some other issues going on that I honestly can't remember the full deal but yeah I was just a little bit hesitant it's smart like you and I've both said there are some trends that you can pick up after one week be like oh nah like that bloke's going to be good or no nah, that bloke's actually crap his role isn't what I thought it would be but yeah Ross is someone that I'm like oh I just want to I just want to see it again I want to see what you can do again well here's what it is we just have so much leeway and space on our and our um, bench I yeah just, seven just, bench spots allows you to kind of take a couple of punts exactly so I'm like he, he got a ton of targets this week and, you know, he's that he's kind of that young guy who's been in the system for a bit, like you said, he was banged up. Yeah. So he hasn't had a ton of, like, ex- you know, yard, uh, sorry, like experience in the past. Yeah. But at the same time, like, from his, he's replacing Frank Gore, he got a two. You mm-hmm. might as well just 
take these guys who've been targeted a lot. Like I, that's why yeah. I like that Hawkinson kid. Is that how you, his name? Yeah, yeah. Tynan? That's who I picked up uh, actually. Yeah, I, I just like him because he got targeted a lot. He popped up for a touchdown. You, you, you know they're going to be involved in the offense for probably the next week or two. Like I know defenses come in and affect it, but you're like take that last spot on your on your yeah. bench for a flyer, and it might just stick. You know, there's there's four or five of those every year. Yeah, there's no reason why he still couldn't you know pan out to be a stud. I think a lot of people thought that Tyler Boyd would get a lot of uh, touches because AJ Green's out for the Bengals as well. But it kind of, like, I do wonder, I'm like, oh, did they just kind of catch Seattle off guard by using Ross? Or, like, is he now just balling out? So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of these performances do stand out in week two and three and so on. Michael Gallup is someone who I've got on my team, the um, Dallas bloke, who has talked up all last preseason and all this preseason. And people were like, well, they're just blowing smoke up his ass. But he had a good game so a lot of those dudes like you've said you've got such a deep bench you may as well just take a flyer on something absolutely and yeah just try and ride a trend for a couple of weeks I think that's like that's what I felt last year was the difference you know yeah you draft like I drafted a mega team but still you just you pick up those guys you get two good 20s from them and then they start to taper and then you just move on the first year otherwise where the the league's won everyone knows I totally agree the first year that I won fantasy in uh, one of my other leagues was because I picked up off the waiver wire after the draft like week 2 Alvin Kamara yeah because he just kind of went undrafted and everyone's like oh who the hell is this dude so like shit like that happens people just get hot for 3 or 4 weeks at a time Ross could you know, blow up for the next three weeks and then maybe teeter off a bit. But. So I was thinking, I, I quite like the look of the um, Buffalo receiver who had a great game as well. I forget his oh, name. Oh, not John Brown. Cole Beasley? Uh, I think it was John Brown. Okay. Because, um, you know, he might just be the number one option out there with a gunslinger rookie of, you know, second year QB. True. Just try and, just try and find things like that. That's, that's all fantasy really is at its core, right? Yeah, it just comes down to finding those blokes yeah. who are uh, going to get a lot of the footy. Yeah, I John Brown say, did have a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, pigskin yeah. last Sunday, so that yeah. must be good. Lots of lots of targets. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't realise he had ten targets, one hundred and twenty-three yards, seven catches, and a touchdown. Exactly. And you know, you just you just never know. See, hey, there you go. There's a little bit of a JLo scoop for you guys. Fraser didn't even pay attention. Yeah, there you go. Shano's got him in our league, so I might have to. Uh, Surely not. If you are, shout out to Shane. Alright, I think uh, that'll pretty much wrap it up NFL-wise. One last thing. Uh, I had to look through the Week 2 games, and there's one clear game that stands out on the schedule, and that is the New England Patriots playing the Miami Dolphins. Because we saw what Lamar Jackson did to them last week, and a lot of Dolphins players, apparently after the game, were like on the phone to their agent like, yo trade me like get me out of here this is a shit show and now after the last week week and a half antonio brown's also uh on the new england patriots so i honestly but maybe not playing there's there was another thing i read today that he might be on the commissioner's exempt list which is what kareem hunt was on before the Browns signed him basically like a nah you're like you're a bad person (laughs) you're not allowed to play in our league so What a tumultuous like. I'd let the sitting on my fantasy team all last year. Now it's going to be AB. Oh my lord! Well, you never know. He could come back and just light it up and win himself a Super Bowl ring. That's very, very possible as well. All right, we wouldn't be doing our uh, obligation as Aussies if we didn't 
touch on the boomers who are yeah, uh, sitting fourth out of the top four. Would you say fair to say? I think uh, I think the other teams probably pose more of a threat, but oh, I maybe I'm maybe I'm just uh, tempering expectations. No, yeah. I honestly reckon the Aussies and maybe this. Oh, thank. I reckon they're. I, I, I'm thinking silver. Yeah, okay. Silver would be like a... I think... But there's no reason they couldn't win gold, honestly. Mm. They could take any of these teams. Well, they've got to take down Spain tomorrow, Arvo? Or maybe tomorrow night. Right. And then if they win that, they'll be in the um, gold medal. Or regardless of they will win beat, or lose, they'll be playing on Sunday. They will beat Argentina if they play them. Mm, yeah, I feel confident saying that. Oh, they already beat France, sorry. France is the other team in the mix, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah. so like they, they, that could go either way, I reckon. I reckon that's a, a, toy, a coin toss. Yeah, I feel like they got a bit um, lucky like, after watching that French, French, France game. Yeah. A um, couple of things broke right. But then again, like, I was like, oh, you know, Paddy just hit some shots down the stretch. Be like, well... <laughs> That's what that. he does, and yeah. that's why they win. Like, it's not yeah. an uncommon thing. It's like, oh, well, if your full forward kicks five, and you know, like, it's not going to happen all the time. It's like, yeah, but when it does, we're going to win. Absolutely. Yeah, I... Uh, it's exciting having I, the uh, Aussie agree, boys actually yeah. be relevant and uh, a, not a force to be reckoned with, but definitely an up-and-comer. Definitely. I think Spain's probably the, the one who's the most likely to beat us. Yeah. Um, I think if we get through Spain... That'd be a tough game. Of the goal, but... There's, I think, you know, Spain are what they used to be, um, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. I think it's leveled out a bit. Like, it was always Spain and the US, quite, like, and maybe yeah. France and Argentina. Argentina are a little bit floating around, But yeah. it feels like it's leveled out. You know, Spain's got a bit older. Australia's got a bit better, more consistent across the board. I... You look, I think we could win it all. I think anyone could actually win it. it was, I think it's... It's so even. Yeah, true. There was a period of time in last night's game when they played the Czechs where Jock Landale actually looked like the difference maker as well. So you just need like a little cameo from a couple of those blokes and then all of a sudden you're uh, playing for a medal. So that's something I don't think the Aussies have ever been in a position to do. And qualified for the Olympics as well. Yeah, massive bonus. Someone who hasn't automatically qualified for the Olympics. We're literally just watching the end of Serbia and USA. So... The highest USA can now finish is seventh. Yeah, I, I reckon they, Bizarre, eh? they're going to have a bit of a look at themselves, you know, like, that's the worst the US team's finished in a long... Well, actually, I don't know if it's in a long time. I'm no, assuming but you fi- it's in a long time. Well, the last loss they had in international play was in 06. Right. Um, and no, that was no, when no. they played for bronze... Oh, no, that was 04 they played in the Olympics. That's I can't remember, but yeah... Like, you're talking 15 years ago was the last time you're like, oh, these yeah, boys aren't look, looking great. Oh, yeah, some, some people dropped out. So they're like, yo, Kim, you can't lose this, brother. You yeah. Know, like, you guys still have the best team by a mile. Yeah, And the I best totally coach agree. by a mile. And it just doesn't fly. So I don't know, I reckon they... Whatever. They probably don't give a shit. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, man, if I was them, the competitors that they are, like... I reckon they should really like, be, be a bit embarrassed of a deal. Yeah, it's a little bit... It's kind of a testament to the other countries and stuff, I guess, as to like how open the field is now. Like when you were looking through the final eight, you're like, oh, yeah, I know like a player for that team. Oh, yeah, Serbia's got Nikola Jokic. Saransky. Oh, yeah, 
Sadoretsky's in the Czech Republic. Argentina's got a couple of fellas. Like, there's some yeah. pretty solid players floating through yeah, almost Spain, every country. Spain's now. mostly NBA players or ex-NBA yeah. players. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they were, they were speaking English in the huddle the other day. That's right. <laughs> Barely, but uh, yeah, they were still trying to. That was yeah. classic. All right, I don't think uh, i got anything else to say. Do you got anything else you want to add? No, I just... No. Tip for the uh, weekend. What's the uh, the margin going to be in the two AFL finals? Oh, give me West Coast by 18. and uh, I reckon the Giants man, might just kick away a little bit. You know, 30, 31. Okay. I'm going to go uh, Coasters by 5. Cool. And cool. then I'm going to go... The Giants by 21. Yeah, yeah, let's hope there's a classic final this weekend. That's Yeah, that's deliver. Deliver at the yeah. finals. We Speaking need something to uh, enjoy. I don't care where it is. And even, it's, even if West Coast bows out, as long as it's a good one, I'll be alright. It'll be a wicked day tomorrow if we can get a Panthers W and a West Coast W. But because uh, I'm a nice guy, I'll sacrifice a Carolina one if it means we can only have one. Yeah, uh, let's get those boys through to the ground. Sand groper till I die. Yeah. Alright, let's go watch some more average basketball. I think we've got the... Massive matchup now for uh, sixth and seventh between. I don't even know what countries are playing. Uh, Czech and uh, I don't know. I don't care. Italy maybe. Who cares? All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Till next time. Chippy windy. Chippy windy boy.